0: If you take your Bibles this morning and turn to Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5 this morning. So this morning I want to preach on having a blessed new year, a blessed new year. So we've all made it through the Christmas time and uh, traveling around with different family, having meals, letting our food settle, presents, all those sorts of things. And at this time, we start looking towards the new year. That's the next big thing on the agenda. And uh, guys in the back, I'm having a, I feel like I'm ringing up here. I don't know if that's other mics or, all right, um, we start looking forward to new year's and what the new year has to bring. And, you know, we try not to focus on the date and things like that, but we do. We have goals as the new year comes, and uh, we we try to say, well, how do we want to better ourselves? What kind of resolutions? Some people do resolutions and say, well, I want to try to strive to do better at this this year, have some kind of goal next year I want to attain this. And we look forward to having this new year, this new, uh, a so-called clean slate, a clean start to the year. And we often say, Happy New Year's. And, you know, that's fine to say Happy New Year's. We want people to be happy in the new year and enjoy that time. But to say have a happy new year, that depends on all sorts of different factors in our lives. You know, whether you have a, a happy new year or not, maybe things don't go the way you planned, you can have a blessed new year. So I want to give you something this morning from the Word of God on how... Um, on something that doesn't depend on what happens to hold you um, through the new year. Something that it doesn't, you're not dependent on upon, upon it for your happiness, but what does the word of God say about being blessed? So I'm reading in Matthew chapter 5 this morning, and I'm going to read uh, the first 12 verses. The Bible says, And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples came unto him. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. So we read here in this passage, and this is the beginning of the sermon on the mount. And these first 12 verses that we read are often uh, what we call the Beatitudes. And this comes from a Latin root, and it means uh, supreme blessedness or utmost bliss. So he's looking at all these blessings that Christ is preaching about. Blessed are. Blessed are. And today I want to focus on verse number 6. We're going to look at verse number 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So the world thinks happiness and being blessed depends on what we have. That's often the, the thought of mind and people are always striving to get more things. The, wor- uh, the world says if you have money or if you have popularity or if you have uh, beauty or if you have talent, if you have power, if you have all these th- things, then you'll be happy. But you can go and you can find people, you can ask them who have all these things, are they happy or are they not happy? And realistically, those things do not make them happy. It doesn't bring happiness. It doesn't bring uh, blessedness to their life. And in the Beatitudes or these supreme blessings that Jesus is preaching on, the emphasis here is not... On the word have. When you read the Beatitudes, you don't say blessed are they who have. But rather, the emphasis is on the word are. It says blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. In fact, if you look at the first few uh, Beatitudes here, rather than that idea of having, their total idea of them is, being blessed for um, um, emptiness or uh, passiveness in different ways, uh, such as being poor in spirit or blessed are they that mourn or blessed are the meek. And it's talking about holding back, being reserved, being humbled. Uh it speaks about mourning because of uh, sin and different things like that. Being poor in spirit because you realize that you don't have what you need spiritually, but you're, you're deprived in that area and you need it um, from God. So rather than having... The blessedness that we see here, the emphasis is on the word are. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Jesus is saying it's not what you have that makes you blessed. It is what you are that is the secret of blessedness and satisfaction. You know, things come and things go. Today you might have and tomorrow might be a different story. You might not have anything. Who you are never depends on what you have. You know, go to some of the poorest countries in the world and you'll meet some of the most blessed people. They may not have what we have, but they're blessed because it's not what you have. So in this coming new year, as we reflect on this past year and we try to strive to be better, what are your goals? You know, what are your expectations? You know, are you constantly trying to attain more and trying to do better, but you're always left unsatisfied and you're realizing that, that didn't really fill that void that I needed. That, that didn't really f- satisfy. You know, seeking something to make you happy, whether it's uh, things that you want or you're trying to uh, achieve a personal goal, things don't satisfy you know, look at Christmas. We, were, we all celebrated Christmas a few days ago, and many of us gave gifts to our children and other friends and family members. But realistically, look at it. How long does the excitement and satisfaction last of those things? You know, think about it. What did your children get last year? And where are those things now? Are they still excited about that? Or is that long forgotten? You know, the excitement has passed This past Christmas, I got a new phone for Christmas, and I was really excited to get it. I'm thankful for the new phone, but realistically, in the end, it's basically the same as my old phone. <laughs> this has a few little upgrades, and it, it doesn't satisfy. You know, I was excited to get it, and then once I got it and started playing with it for the first day, and now it's like, well, it's it's my phone now. It's the same as anything else. It doesn't satisfy. So, what are you going to base this upcoming year on? And like I said before, we don't need to wait for the new year. The dates don't really matter, but it is a good starting point, and it's a a good way to set a goal. But let's set our goals on the Word of God and what it says. So look again in verse number 6. It says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. So first of all this morning, I want you to notice we need to desire Jesus. Desire Jesus. So the verse, it says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. So how do we hunger and thirst, or how do we seek after righteousness? Romans 3.10, it says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is no righteousness of our own to seek it within ourselves. You know, we can't try to be righteous of what we're able to do. But 1 Corinthians 1.30, it says, Christ... Is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. So to seek righteousness, we need to seek Jesus. And we need to have one basic desire. And no matter what other desires we have in our life, no matter what what other goals we have and things that we want to better, our one desire, our necessity needs to be Jesus Christ. But notice what the Bible says. It does not say that we are the hunger for happiness. It doesn't say that we, we need to hunger for joy. It doesn't say that we need the, the hunger for being blessed. It says we are the hunger for righteousness. You know, many people are hungering for happiness. But happiness or unhappiness is merely a symptom and not the sickness. The sickness is sin. And if you hunger for happiness, all you're trying to do is deaden the pain of sickness. So I read this illustration, it says if you go to the doctor and you have a high fever in your body and the doctor examines you and gives you a prescription to kill the pain and a prescription to lower the fever, but he never deals with the infection, that doctor hasn't really helped you. In fact, he may have hurt you by deadening the pain and doing nothing else. Now, when a person seeks happiness rather than righteousness, what they're doing is simply deadening the pain of a sinful life. We are to seek righteousness. If you seek happiness, you're not going to find it because you're because only real, real happiness, real joy, real blessedness, real fulfillment are all found in Jesus Christ. But if you seek Jesus, you're going to find happiness. You're going to find joy. You're going to, you're going to find fulfillment in your life. You know, ever talk to someone who just came back from uh, a vacation at a resort maybe and they're absolutely miserable and you're like, what's going on? You know, Most of those people, they went because they were seeking joy. They were seeking happiness. They were seeking something that they were craving. And it might have been a temporary band-aid, but they didn't find what they were looking for. Happiness, joy, fulfillment, all these things that we desire, especially when the New Year comes and we're like, these are going to be my goals. These are all just a byproduct. And if you're seeking these things specifically, you're not going to find it. But if you serve the Lord Jesus Christ... The Bible says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. We are to desire the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a hunger that you have, and it's never going to be satisfied apart from Jesus Christ. So this coming year, when we think about our goals, our desires, we need to desire him first. We need to desire him because he is our necessity, and we need him more than anything else that we're seeking in our life. Hunger after the Lord Jesus Christ. So we desire Jesus and we seek Jesus as well. So as we we move into 2020, seek Jesus. You know, it's one thing to desire him, but it's another thing to take that next step and seek after him. You know, if you really desire him, if you really hunger for Jesus, you're going to seek him. When Jesus said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, he was taking the two most basic things as human beings, that we need. He's talking about food and water. And he was saying, as we spend so much of our lives just to make certain that we have food and water, then we're to do that with Christ as well. We're to purposefully seek the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when someone is in a hungering position, they're in a starving position, their, their interests become greatly narrow. They start, they're no longer worried about, the the uh, other things in life, they they have a, a goal in mind, and that is to eat. They're the to the fulfill that hunger in their life. You know, they're not going to be interested in the the things that other people would be interested in at that moment. You know, he doesn't really care what's happening, whether uh, his favorite team won, or he doesn't care about going out to have fun, or he doesn't care what's on TV, or all these different things. If he's starving, his interests become very narrow to that one problem, and that is to fulfill that hunger. And he makes up his mind that he's going after food and he's going to find it to fulfill that need in his life. So have we as Christians today, we as believers, have we ever really sought the Lord Jesus Christ with that kind of purpose, with that desire where we're absolutely hungering, where it doesn't matter what's going on over there or what's going on over there or what everyone else's interests are, but you're saying, I need Christ. I need him in my life. I need him to fulfill what I'm looking for and trying to fulfill in these other areas, but I need him. If we desire him enough, we will seek him that way. We have one need, and that is Jesus. You know, some people say, well, I already have Jesus. You know, why should I desire him? And they, sadly, some people have that that mentality, well, I have my ticket to heaven. I'm good. I'm going to live my life my own way. You know why? Why should I have to desire after Christ? This is how the Apostle Paul puts it in Philippians 3:10. He says he talks about that. I may know Him. I want to know Him. You know, you may you may have discovered Jesus. You may know Him as your Savior. But the Apostle Paul, even at the end of his ministry, with all that he had done and all that he had gone through, he knew that there was so much more of the Lord Jesus, and he says. That I might know him. He wanted to know him better. In Jesus Christ, we're complete. And we are to desire him. And you'll never need more than Jesus. You are to seek him as a hungry man would seek food. Someone who's rummaging through the fridge trying to find something because you're so hungry that you need that. May the desire of our hearts be this Christmas season as we enter into this new year, that we would desire him. And because we desire him that we would seek him that we purposefully seek after Christ. When you examine someone who is hungry, they're a single-minded person. Like I mentioned that they're very narrow-minded. That's the one thing on their mind. You know, they're not going to be interested in popularity or society or position or all these different things. He's in a de- desperate situation. Have we ever sought after Christ desperately in our life? Where we just, we just have to humble ourselves and say, no matter what, Lord, I need you. I'm desperate for you. You know, some people, they're too proud to seek after God, to follow him, They want to desire him. And they don't want to humble themselves. You know, maybe they come to church and they're not hungry, and therefore they're not fed. They don't come to church hungry, seeking the Lord and seeking what He has for them, and therefore they leave church not fed. You know, they don't really hunger and thirst. When Jesus was talking about hungering, thirsting, He was not just talking about having this little, you know, that hunger pain where like, ah, oh, I should really go uh, stop and get something to eat. But He was talking about a starving, thirsting person who's wanting passionately desiring to fulfill that need in their life. You can tell when a person is hungry or not. You know, when they sit down at the table, you know, maybe they don't want to eat because something's not just, just not right. Maybe they don't have the salt and pepper. They just want to add a little bit or something like that. So maybe the course off or something's just off and they're like, ah, oh, you can just hold on a second. You know, that's different than someone who sits down and just says, I'm ready to eat, let's chow down. You know, a person who comes to church, and he says, Well and you know, anyone could come to church and try to criticize and find something. You know, maybe the preacher was was preaching too loud or the service was a little too long or so and so didn't shake my hand. And if you're coming to church looking for something to criticize, you can find it. But if you come here today looking for Jesus Christ, you can find him today. And a hungry person is a person who's actively seeking food, humbly seeking food with determination. So as Christians, as believers, as we come to, to hear from God and we, we come to church, we, should, we ought to have that hunger where we're ready to be fed by what God has for us. When we enter into his word where we have to desire that hunger to be fed from what the word of God says. So this year, let's desire Jesus. Let's seek him with all of our hearts. You know, as the new year comes and we try to set goals and say, well, how can I do some things to, to better my life? How about we set aside some more time to, to get into the Word of God? Set aside more time to pray to God, speak to God, and to seek Him. You know, I want to know. I want to be able to say, like the Apostle says, I want to know Him. Oh, that I may know Him. So we need to seek Jesus. And thirdly, this morning, enjoy Jesus. Enjoy Jesus. So we need to desire Jesus. We need to seek Him, but we need to, we enjoy Him this year. We can enjoy the Lord Jesus continually. And the idea here in verse number six, as we uh, we look at this verse again, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. And as the verse ends, it says, "For they shall be filled." Be filled. And this. This the idea here to be filled. It means to be completely satisfied. You know, not left wanting or lacking. You're completely satisfied. Now, to be completely satisfied doesn't mean that you'll never want to eat again. You know, this Christmas I ate some good food, and I was satisfied. Christmas Day we went to uh, Amanda's parents' house, and we had Christmas there for Christmas Day. And uh, we had Jig's dinner. I know pastors mentioned it before, but a good old Newfie meal. And we sat down. And every time we have that meal, I, I, I sit there and I'm completely satisfied. It filled me up. But the next day, we went to my parents' house, and we had Christmas celebrating with them. And did I pass on dinner? When I, I said no, nope. I had dinner yesterday, and I was completely satisfied. I'm good for today. No, I sat down and had a meal with my family as well. And once again, I was satisfied with that meal. And I enjoyed another meal and another meal over the Christmas break. And I was completely satisfied. And that's the wonderful thing about Jesus. You know, as, as humans, we are perpetually hungry. And then we satisfy that hunger. And then we get hungry again. Then we satisfy that hunger. You know, we are dependent on the nutrition of the food to give us energy to live. But we, we enjoy the food still. You know, I know some people that, you know, they eat to survive. You know, they don't eat because they want to enjoy it. They eat, you know, I just need to get this many carbs and I need to get this in. I'll drink it. it. Doesn't matter how it tastes. I just, I need to survive. But we can enjoy the food. You know, we, we, it's a necessity of our life, but we enjoy it. We're satisfied. Likewise, God has made us continually dependent Upon him. But there's joy in continually feasting and then satisfaction that we find in Jesus Christ. You know, we, we read something like it, uh, in verse number six, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. And you say, do, do I want to seek righteousness? Do I want to live a holy life? And the devil would, would love to have us to believe that righteous living is miserable living. But what Jesus is saying that is that you can be completely satisfied. Holiness and righteousness do not mean we lose the good things of life, but it means for the first time we can really enjoy them. We need to seek Christ today. You know, it doesn't matter what we have in mind for the coming year. You know, if we seek these individual things, these individual uh, desires of our life, we're not going to find them. We're going to be left... Hung, uh, left seeking something that didn't uh, fulfill that need in her life and the only thing that's going to satisfy Jesus Christ is seeking after him Psalm 34 verse 8 it says oh taste and see that the Lord is good blessed is the man that trusteth in him Psalm 107 verse 9 it says he satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness so what's your goal this coming year what are your desires? What are your wants? What are the things that you want to change? You know, so often we, we try to, we try to find those things and sometimes we attain them and we realize, huh, it, it just didn't do it for me. I, that didn't gain me anything. You know, you achieved that goal in your life and you're like, okay, well, now what's the next step? Do I, am I done? That's because we, we're seeking after the wrong things. You know, maybe you're seeking happiness today. Joy, satisfaction. You know, you can seek those things, but you can't find them outside the Lord Jesus Christ. Would we this year desire Jesus? Would we seek him, enjoy him? Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And maybe today you're not a believer. Maybe today you don't know about the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You've never been uh, covered with his righteousness. The word of God tells us that Jesus Christ paid for our sins. We're all sinners and he died for us. And it says that he's covered us with his righteousness. Today you can experience that righteousness. You can experience uh, the salvation of God today. And we love to share that with you. Um, As we we sing a song of invitation, you come ahead and we'd love to take the word of God and show you how you can know that Jesus Christ is your Savior today. So I hope that your desire would be Jesus Christ is here and that you would seek him and that you would enjoy him as well.